We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. When it's time for a new credit card, the best ones do way more than just buy stuff. And that's why U.S. Bank offers credit cards that make every day more rewarding. Earn cash back. Score points when you shop, dine out, travel, or binge watch. Or get a low intro APR. U.S. Bank credit cards were designed to fit your lifestyle. So make every day more rewarding. And check out usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. They're going to kill the love of my life. Daisy! If I don't go back to what I was doing. This Friday. Our line of work is quite brutal and quite ruthless. How far would you go for love? You steal truck, bring it to me. Then you make your money. Is it dangerous? Of course it's dangerous! Nicholas Holt, Felicity Jones, with Ben Kingsley and Anthony Hopkins. All this trouble, all this pain for love. Collide in theaters Friday. Rated PG-13. Maybe inappropriate for children under 13. Welcome back to the Rotowire DFS podcast. I'm your host, Josh Hayes, joined as always by Benny Ricciardi as we break down the Wednesday NBA DFS slate. You can always find Benny on Twitter at BennyR11 and over at Rotocurve, Rotowire, and as a featured writer on the DraftKings Playbook. And you can also follow me on Twitter at JoshHayesFS. The Rotowire DFS podcast is available on iTunes and Stitcher. So if you get a chance to rate, review us, please go ahead and subscribe. And Benny, welcome back to another day of NBA DFS action. Yeah, it's not too bad. This is um, this has been a really good week because so far every day this week that we've had NBA, you know, other than Sunday, which I didn't care too much about because I was playing NFL on Sunday anyway, we've had some like pretty good slates. I think it's been like an eight game slate every day this week, which is awesome. That's like the perfect size for, you know, DFS. There's enough games where you have options and everybody doesn't have a ton of overlap, but it's not too many where you get bogged down in trying to you know, sort through five or six different options at every position. So I'm, I've am i been pretty happy, and it's been a pretty good week for me today, uh, this week. So I can't complain. 
Yeah, I'm with you there as well. We get, you know what? We were in. I thought we were in serious trouble. You and I actually, um, you know, talk about lineups and collaborate on some stuff. Throw, you know, obviously we we host, so we're talking DFS uh, with our own lineups all the time. And um, we were in some serious um, dog doo doo here with a little bit with a less than stellar performance out of Shabazz and the blowout that happened when we had exposure to Avery Bradley and Jay Crowder which did mm-hmm. not do us any favors. So, you know, we got into a little bit of a hole, and then DeMarcus Cousins and Rajon Rondo, and to a lesser extent, Willie Collison just decided to dig us out of that hole very nicely yeah. uh, with some double overtime action here. So if you're wondering yeah. why we're talking about Tuesday or Monday results on a Wednesday show, is as we always do, we record 36 hours in advance uh, as well. Um, and I want to leave people with a quick note here as a, just like a reminder tip that I just wanted to remind myself for, and I think it's good for other people. And we sort of mentioned this here, touched this on, here on, uh, the show, on the show, but a good thing that you should be doing all the time is learning, learning from players who are better than you, uh, obviously. So, you know, when you get in these GPPs and these cash games, make sure you look at the people who put up the top projected lineup. Whether or not you think that it's right or wrong, you should at least be looking at who people get exposure to and check to see if that person is a consistent finisher um, in, in in the top um, plays for your for your your fifty fifties for your double ups for your single entries for your GPPs and just sort of use that as a cross reference or like think about what the plays they use how they and how that became the top score for the day and whether or not you should have done something differently yourself to adjust and that's how you learn maybe you think it's a crap play and they got lucky maybe you think you're like huh I didn't even think about using that guy that guy wasn't on my radar. Uh, so make sure you're doing that. Do a little mm. bit of it. Only takes a minute or two to go back into your your results uh, from yesterday and sort of cross check yourself. Is that something that you make a habit out of, Benny? Yeah, and you know, for those of you who play on Fanduel, um, something I'll even add to what Josh says. What I like to do is like right at lock as soon as they put out the you know percentages and all that. Um, especially for NBA because you get to see everybody's lineup and who they put together. Like on DraftKings, you still get a lot of like you know open spaces because guys could change until game starts so it's harder to do over there but like the first thing i do usually at like 701 after lock and all that stuff is take a look at Fanduel and look at you know guys that i respect that that play nba guys who i think are you know good dfs nba players because at that point you just had all that information that you were processing for that you know 30 minute craziness that we always have right before lock so this way you look at those like right away as soon as that's over because all that information is fresh in your head. So maybe you're in a, you know, $20 double up with, uh, you know, Drew Dinkmeyer or something and he's a guy you respect and you want to go look at his lineup, you know, because then all that information is still fresh in your head and you can say, well, hmm, he had the same information. What made him decide to pick this guy at this spot or that guy at that spot or you know, like you were saying, like, I didn't even consider, you know, using that guy. You know, how did he get to that guy? Was he just the only guy that fit because he was trying to fit in an extra stud? Or, like, you know, wh- what did he see with that guy that I didn't? Because then you can go back and kind of look at your notes and maybe take a look at the game matchups and the, and the injury news that came out. And I feel like that was something that I did when I first started playing that really helped me kind of get an idea of, you know, how some of the guys who were consistent winners that I was always seeing at the top of the list make their lineups because it gives you kind of like a glimpse into, all right, he had the same information I had five minutes ago. What made him make these decisions that get there? Whereas when you do it on DraftKings at the end of the night, you know, sometimes you forget some of those things like, oh, well, yeah, I looked at that guy too because he had a good, you know, DVP or he had a good history against this team or this guy was hurt or that guy was hurt. You know, it's a lot easier to do it when it's fresh in your head right away, I think. 
Yeah, I, I totally agree with you there as well. Um, so let's go ahead and, and kick off the research that is going to be fresh in our head for Wednesday's action here. Uh, yeah, 16 teams in action, 8 teams on the, sl- on the slate. Um, sorry, I did the same thing that I just said I, I needed to do, which is turn the page. So it is actually 16 teams in action and uh, uh, 8 games on the slate for back-to-back days, for Tuesday and for Wednesday. So let's go ahead and talk about your top options here on the Wednesday slate at the point guard position. Yeah, um, I think I'm going to try to pay up here because there's some value at some of the other spots that I like. So the two guys who I've really been looking at are uh, Chris Paul, who you know has basically been phenomenal the last couple games. I know some people say it's a tough matchup with Atlanta, but it, Atlanta really hasn't been all that great lately. It's not the same team from last year. Uh, they've been giving up. They've been giving up and scoring a few more points. They're a little bit higher paced than they have been. And if you look at the game logs for Chris Paul. I mean, he's putting up like five, six, seven x value pretty much every night at this point. In his last ten games, I think he's only really had one bad one against Sacramento. Um, you know, his his other than that Sacramento game, he hasn't given you less than four point eight x in any one of the other nine starts that he's had. You know, forty five to I mean, he scored seventy fantasy points against Houston a few games back. So you know, forty five to fifty five is pretty much his range. That's kind of like his his floor and his ceiling over this, you know, recent stretch playing like 35 minutes or so. And, you know, I, like I said, I like the matchup for him against Atlanta because, you know, he's basically the guy that has been scoring and getting the assist. He's picked up his steals and I really don't think Jeff Teague's playing all that well right now. I actually think that, uh, you know, Dennis Schroeder is, you know, playing a little bit better and has actually been seeing more minutes and, you know, has been on the court with, uh, you know, when they've actually made most of their runs lately. So I think it's a pretty solid matchup for Chris Paul. The other guy who I'm looking at up top, um, you know, you guys know I love Kemba Walker and I've been rolling him and, and, and riding this hot streak. As long as Batum is out and with them not having Zeller or Big Al down there, you know, they're they're throwing guys out there like Troy Daniels and, um, you know, P.J. Harrison. They need somebody to score. And Kemba... Basically, I wish you could take Kemba's second half. Like, put, take somebody else's first half and then switch him at halftime for DFS because he might only have 10 to 15 fantasy points at halftime, and you're like, oh, man, I'm getting killed. Why did I play him? But they basically sit him for a good portion of the second quarter, and then he plays the whole third and fourth quarter. So he's been playing close to 40 minutes, and he's been putting up just absolutely six stats, um, you know, like 30, 40 fantasy points in the second halves of his recent games. So... I'm I'm going to roll with probably Chris Paul and or Kemba Walker. Um, you know, I do have a little concern about that Utah matchup, but at the same point in time, point guard is one of the spots where I feel Utah can be exploited, so I wouldn't mind rolling him out there again if I have to pay up. Yeah, I, I think it makes a sense overall. Uh, Kevin Walker is well, just one uh, Eastern Conference player of the week, so he's been in a pretty good spot overall. I think Isaiah Thomas is safe for cash. He's a little bit more expensive, but you, you have a good shot against five times value um, with the defense that you've got in Denver against uh, Moutier. Uh, so there's a, a, a spot that I don't mind getting expo- exposed to. Uh, number one um, over the last week in fancy points allowed, uh, two opposing uh, point guards are the Denver Nuggets, so it's, it's always going to be a good play. So they've really elevated from like the bottom seven, eight to the worst over the past week. So take a look at that. And for GPPs, I don't mind Reggie Jackson against Philly. Uh, you get a little bit of a cheaper price tag on him. That he he has not been great overall, but you know, hovering in the five to you know four, and and had a couple rough games against New Orleans and Denver on the road. Bounce back with a nice twenty nine point performance against Utah. So the uneven level of production uh, leads me to sort of. Uh, keep them in the GPP area, but the price tag has come down from the 7,600 range 
um, towards the uh, uh, end of December here, all the way down under 7K. So you do have some extra value built in there overall. And the other player I, I would uh, definitely sort of uh, uh, take a look at getting some uh, exposure to here. Um, is Kyrie Irving. I know we talked about whether or not we should use him uh, overall, but if you're going to ever jump in here um, with, with the price at 6,600, uh, you know, coming down even further, I think you can make a case for jumping in against Phoenix, which is as bad as it gets with that rotation. Archie Goodwin getting some good minutes. I would love to play Archie Goodwin at point guard, and only he, except for the fact that he's only shooting guard eligible for some reason on DraftKings. So mm-hmm. while we're talking about the shooting guard position and uh, Archie Goodwin, let's go ahead and talk about your top options here at that position for Wednesday. Okay, well, I just want to throw something out there, too. There's some cheap point guards that I think you guys can take a look at here, too. Um, Matthew Dellavedova is cheap and is playing more minutes. He had a huge game last game. Uh, Zach Levine, who I know is your boy, he he might be shooting guard eligible in some places, too. But, um, you know, Levine had a big game last night after they announced that uh, Kevin Martin was out. So that should mean a few extra minutes for him. And, you know, we've seen him produce with those extra minutes. And then I also like Schroeder, and uh, I actually like Marcus Smart as well because the two of them have been putting up pretty good numbers and they're both pretty cheap. So there's some cheap shooting um, point guard options for you. Uh, going over to shooting guard, you know, like I said, Archie Goodwin is is easily the top option for me, and he's the guy that I've been rolling on literally every one of the early lineups that I started like trying to mess around with and put together. The only other guy that I'm really looking at and I was considering – um, I like Devin Booker, and I also like Avery uh, Bradley. But other than that, I don't think I'm going to be paying up for Harden or Clay Thompson or Wiggins or any of the guys up at the top today. Yeah, I agree with you there as well. It's just um, I, I've been actually trusting Harden uh, at a pretty serious level because he's been so strong. I mean, but against the San Antonio Spurs, different story. Yep, uh, for me. So I just don't want to get uh, mixed exposure. I'm much rather go ch- into the cheap territory um, with uh, with Archie Goodwin. I, I like KCP uh, against Philly. You can definitely make a case for him. And then in that same group, I believe, do we have Devin Booker? Yes, Devin Booker yeah. is also eligible there too. And I have no problem attacking the shooting guard position with uh, J.R. Smith Smith there as well. If uh, Devin Booker didn't foul out against Atlanta, he probably would have got the you know 25 plus fantasy points, 26 plus fantasy points, which needed to pay off uh, 5x value at the 5k price tag. So it's still value. Um, and he, <clears throat> two games previous today, he goes for 33 and 36 points on DraftKings, which was good for 6.6 and 7.5x. So um, I, I feel good enough about that that spot, even though it is on the road to Cleveland, uh, for me to get some exposure uh, to the cheap <coughs> excuse me, Phoenix players, at least um, in terms of our GPPs. If you're worried about Cleveland defense, then fine. But I, I think that right now they're not in sync when they're, they have a lot of moving pieces and parts. Uh, with the with the coaching change overall, so you, you mm-hmm. worry a little bit less about the blowout potential. I believe like yesterday, Minnesota was like a thirteen or fourteen point dog, and they only lost by seven. So everybody who played got their full minutes, although Vegas projected them to be, uh, you know, borderline blowout potential. So mm-hmm. uh, there you have that. Uh, you know, and just flipping back here to something we just talked about uh, with you know doing uh, lineup reversals yesterday's optimal lineup and. Um, checking all that stuff out. We make that very easy for you to do on rotowire.com if you want to take advantage of the uh, the free trial 
and our daily information that, uh, that we have, the, the daily projections, the lineup optimizers for NFL, NBA, NHL, college basketball, or soccer. Uh, we do it for NFL and for uh, upcoming um, uh, baseball as well. You can take advantage of the free 10-day trial. Just go to rotowire.com slash pod. Get joined in there. And when you're using the like the NBA optimizer, for example, there's a, just a quick tab there for, for, for example, for uh, FanDuel. You just click on yesterday yesterday's optimal lineup. And just as an example here, Jeremy Lin at 5K paid off 41.9 FanDuel points. Drew Holiday was a, was a, was a cheat code at 54.7. Drew, mm-hmm. Troy Daniels is obviously a crazy outlier, but he scored 36.4. Then you have Ariza, Jeff Green, who went off. Pau Gasol, Tristan Thompson was in a lot of top lineups. And then DeMarcus Cousins, who scored the three-quarter ball, 75.4 fan, FanDuel points. So you get that information fresh for you. You don't have to dig all the way through the lineups, and you can do them really quickly for DraftKings, Fantasy Aces Draft Day, Fantasy Score, Fantasy Draft, Yahoo. They have all the uh, optimal lineups just ready for you to run through no matter what site you plan. So if you're a guy who plays multiple sites, this is super useful for you for that aspect. So 10-day free trial, rotowire.com slash pod. Take advantage. Let them know that Josh and Benny sent you. All right. Let's go ahead and talk about uh, – are you done with shooting guard, by the way? Do you want to move forward or – Yeah, like I said, I mean I literally am going to have 100% Archie Goodwin exposure unless his price gets up to, you know, 55 to 6K. But if he's below 5,500, to me, it's just lock and load and move on. All right. I'm with you there as well. And let's go ahead and lock and load to the small forward position and talk about your top options here for Wednesday. Yeah, there's actually a couple guys I'm looking at. Um, Obviously, LeBron James in a good matchup with Phoenix. And a lot of the stuff that you just said kind of stole what I was going to say here about LeBron. But with everything they have going on, they're not blowing people out. Like, they're also not looking like that team that they were. You know, I mean – one thing under Blatt that, you know, might have been boring, but they didn't give up a lot of points. Like, they were very good defensively. I feel like since Tyron Lewis come in and started messing with guys' minutes and, and moving stuff around, like, you know, they gave up 107 points to Minnesota yesterday. That's a that's a ton of points to a team that's not all that good, especially for a team that's supposed to be really solid on the defensive end. So, you know, I do think that this game stays close, which when the game stays close means more minutes for LeBron. And I feel like... You know, he wants to try to get everything on the right track right now. So I don't think that he's a guy who's going to be taking time off or not playing as much, which was always our concern with him at the beginning of the year. You know, he's put up a couple 60-point games recently. His price is still below 10K. So I actually really like LeBron in this spot against Phoenix. They're, you know, a horrendous defensive team. And, you know, I think it's a pretty good pretty good matchup and a pretty good spot for him. Yeah, I agree with you there as well. Um, you know, the other thing too is this was one of those situations like a la Steph Curry where you can get three quarters of action uh, from these guys here and still, um, you know, um, meet that price tag value because mm-hmm. Phoenix is, is, is so bad. So there's one shot for them to sort of get back on track and get the game in hand. Uh, for for me, I'll you know sliding a little bit down there further. I still like Jay Crowder uh, overall, and you know. Uh, they you know handled the uh, business and sort of um, put them in blowout potential, but but this is the first game in quite a while uh, there where you didn't see Jay Crowder um, play thirty plus minutes. So he's been very super consistent um, in the minutes uh, department there as well. And if you're a guy who feels um, like fairly comfortable um, in you know gambling just a little bit here, there's a, there's some guys that you can take advantage of. I, I think Chandler Parsons to me against Golden State is as, as hot as he's been. I, I think this is a perfect matchup for him because he wants to bomb away. He wants to shoot the three, and his his uh, style of play fits matching um, the quick shooting Golden State 
um, defense or, or offensive style play, but tit for tat there. You take a look at what he's done over the past four games. He's got, what, um, 16 threes there. And he, he scored 30, 26, and 31 uh, against Houston, OKC, and Minnesota. And two of those three teams are top level, um, or, or last season anyway, were top tier playoff teams. Houston's still a playoff team, but sort of not as good of a record as they had previously. So I think Chandler Parsons, you can definitely make a case for, at least in GPPs. I think he's safe enough for cash because he's mid-priced there as well. And I will definitely have some exposure to him uh, for for Wednesday um, because by far I I will expect, you know, given them the matchups that are here, um, that this is probably more than likely going to be the top total on the board. All right, Power Forward is up here. Are you interested in the Splash Cousin who has a top projection here uh, for Dallas uh, on the Wednesday slate. Uh, you know, it kind of, I mean, I don't have him as, as one of the guys that I love and I'm sure you probably know which guy I'm going to, I'm going to choose here. Mm-hmm. But, um, I mean, I think it depends. Like Dirk Nowitzki to me, hasn't looked right the last couple games. I didn't watch their last game, um, but I watched the one, two back at, when he came back from the, you know, he took a game off for injury after putting up like 50 fantasy points the game before. And since he's been back, he hasn't looked good. So, you know, I feel like it's going to be a good spot. But I also feel like, you know, with Zaza banged up now too, and I mean just the way Golden State's been playing right now, they could wind up blowing him out. So I can't really pay 10K. or not. I mean, he came down a little bit, right? Isn't he like in the 95 or something now on, on DraftKings? Um, um, let me double check for you. I mean, I know he was up at 10K at one point. Yeah, he's down to like 91, 91 right yeah. now. Um, but I still don't see this being a game where they're going to get four quarters. I mean, they have just been blowing people out and have been so good, and it's great to watch. But for fantasy, it just it I I can't, you know I mean I haven't even been using Steph as much lately because um he's getting ex- for the same reason he's getting expensive and these guys never play in the fourth quarter. It's like the game's only three quarters long lately. Once uh you know Golden State plays, so I don't feel like he's gonna he's gonna return value if I need fifty you know, 50, 54 points out of them. Yeah, you know what the other issue that we have, too, is um, when you have some other options here in the second tier that are pretty interesting to me, I think LaMarcus Aldridge against Houston and that mess of a power forward situation, you could definitely make a case for. I'm throwing the Golden State game out. I don't care. All right, and you know, and I know it's been a little bit ugly here as of late, but the Phoenix game was out of hand. He didn't play against L.A., so there was rest. He hit 5X against Dallas, and then Cleveland has a big, uh, you know, a tough front line. But then before that, he went 6.1 and 6.3x. So, um, you know, and the price, you sh- you definitely aren't going to get an e- increase after what he's done in the past three games. You may get a little bit of a discount. So um, I- I'll be monitoring that situation. If you want to limit it to GPPs, I'm fine for that. But the cheat code is Paul Millsap for sure. I know that you love Paul Millsap. We talked about yep. the Paul Millsap back tat um, that you have or your neck tat. Um, where mm-hmm. it is, it's probably both at this point right now. I mean, he pays off five times the price tag again, 42.75 fans. I mean, uh, like, points. you know, my thing with him, and this is what I was saying earlier in the year, is like, he's a consistent 45 to 50 points. So I don't love him for GPPs. He's not a guy that you're going to find on a lot of my, like, you know, big money rosters trying to make a score. Mm-hmm. But I have him, I feel like I play him, right now I feel like, I start my lineups. I just go, okay, 50-50 lineup to build my first cash game lineup. And I like my hand just automatically puts him and Kemba Walker in the lineup and then works its way down from there. Because the two of those guys to me are just consistent 5.5x kind of players, which puts me on pace for 275 on DraftKings. And, you know, that's exactly what I want to be able to hit in my 50-50s every day. Yeah, I hear you, man. I just like... 
Um, I, I, the way I'm, I'm, I'm sort of like balancing this and, and, and look at this is like, you know, you need to, uh, you know, lock yourself into a safe level option there at the, at, at the power forward position for cash. Then what you have to do is like for, for Paul Millsup, because he's so expensive, you probably need to just go into a different situation here in terms of GPPs. And we still have some guys, uh, that like on the cheaper end that you can make a case for, uh, overall. I mean, um, I, I actually think, go ahead. I was gonna say I actually think there's one clear cut play if you're not, if you're spending low today. Okay, what's that? Tristan Thompson. I don't see any reason why you don't play Tristan Thompson against Phoenix in this in this matchup. He's getting more minutes right now, and he's below 5K over on DraftKings. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what his price is all over. Like I said, I only looked at the DraftKings prices because I was doing my article before you and I came on. Right. Um, but at 4,700 to me. He's basically lock and load. I mean, we heard Tyron Lue already talk about how he wanted to get him more minutes. We saw him already basically take Mozgov's place in the starting lineup and the predominant amount of minutes that are you know that they have on the floor there for the big guy spot. So for $4,700 against Phoenix, I don't see any reason not to take this guy. Yeah, you, you, you just took the words right out of my uh, mouth there as yeah. well. So I think it's uh, a strong play uh, at the, at the cheaper, cheap, super cheap position. And then, you know, there's... All the other plays that we sort of got ripped out of the playbook here for me personally, because I wanted to get, um, you know, maybe Josh Smith super cheap, but he was not productive in his last game, and he has San Antonio, so that's a bad spot there as well. But the other guy I wanted to mention too also is Marvin Williams. It's not the greatest of matchups with Derek Favors back in the lineup here uh, as well, but he didn't have a, um, a, a, a elite matchup against Sacramento. Uh, necessarily either and then comes up with 21 and 5 with three trays there and has paid off seven times his price tag in two of the past three games has two blips in between so maybe you want to consider him gpp only but in between the two blips which were against new york and okc put up um 31 fancy points against the same utah team with 19 and 7 and three trays and then uh 30 fancy points against milwaukee uh, uh for 6.3 x so i think you should throw marvin williams on the radar here especially now that you know that there's like the, the the front line is so thin and banged up with no Cody Zeller and no um, Al Jefferson uh, for the Charlotte Hornets. They're going to have to lean on him. He's the lock for 30-plus minutes um, in that front court, and they're going to need to use him a lot in that big front line against Utah Jazz. So uh, that's how I have that shaking out at the power forward position. All right, before we move on to centers, we have to let you know, all you business owners out there, if you need a website, why not do it yourself here with Wix.com? So no matter what business you're in, Wix.com has something for you used by more than 75 million people worldwide. Wix makes it easy to get your website live today. You need to get the word out about your business. It all starts with a stunning website. So with hundreds of designer-made, customizable templates to choose from, the drag-and-drop editor, there's no coding needed. You don't need to be a programmer or designer to create something beautiful. You can do it yourself with Wix.com. Wix.com empowers business owners to create their own professional websites every day so when you're running your own business you're bound to be busy too busy too busy worrying about your budget too busy scheduling appointments too busy to build a website for your business and because you're too busy it has to be easy and that's where wix.com comes in with wix.com it's easy and free go to wix.com to create your own website today the results will be stunning all right, let's talk about your fantasy stunners, Benny, here at the center position. Put a bow on the show, what you got at the pivot. Yeah, um, I think Steven Adams is going to be back. But if Steven Adams is not back, the OKC center defense is absolutely horrendous. Um, Kevin Garnett's banged up and is probably going to be missing this game too. So I think it's safe to roll Carl Anthony Towns out there. He's put up a couple monster games, 60, uh, 42, 67, 32, 50 in his last four. 
and you only got to pay 7K for him. So he's basically been giving you a 5X floor with 10X upside. Um, I don't know how much his price is going to jump between now and then. And even if Steven Adams is in, I still like him. But if Steven Adams is out, he's like an auto play for me because Enos Cantor and Nick Collison are not NBA centers that are going to be able to guard or stop this kid. And he's actually even been playing a little more at the power forward role, um, you know, which isn't a great matchup with OKC because that means you get a Baca defense. But if he's playing at the center spot, I think he's he's got a pretty good shot for upside. Um, at only a 7K price tag, as long as the price tag doesn't jump, because he has had some good games, so that price tag might take a you know four or five hundred dollar jump here. Yeah, you mentioned uh, Steven Adams being out of the lineup there, um, which you know obviously limits their defense. What if it's not Steven Adams, but it's Brian Adams there at all that they play at center position instead, who you know who pl- plays a bunch of like uh, 80s and 90s slow jam. Hit. I was gonna say, is that the Brian Adams you're talking about? Because that was the <laughs> only one I knew. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in that case, I definitely think I want all the shares of uh, Carl Anthony Towns. 100 100% max exposure. If Brian, I, I might even borrow money from other people if Brian Adams is guarding him to you, get more no worries about him using his guitar to to extend his reach and block the rim. I still don't think that would be long enough to block Towns because he's like a six foot dude, maybe. Oh, okay. if that. All right, yeah. I'm just just saying, you know, watch out for the, the the guitar leg sweep, like a la WWE. You know what I mean? Get a little honky tonk man action out there. So, all right, um, I'm with you there overall. I actually um, like the fact that this might sound strange, but that um, I think what we've been missing here with Rudy Gobert is um, sort of like um, rim protection for him in the form of Derek Favors. Overall, because I think he actually plays better off the ball, and you know, in terms of rebounding, when you when people have to worry about favors and box and body him out, you saw a nice performance from him, seventeen and seventeen with um, uh, an assist, a steal, and a block. Not a ton of blocks against Detroit, but you know, uh, they have a, uh, a quality center in their own right in, in Andre Drummond, who's no schlep himself. But forty-four fancy points and six point nine times value there at sixty-four hundred. This is sort of what we've been waiting for here. And remember, this was a guy who finished the season in the 8k range uh overall so there is some potential value overall is it so if Derek favors is a key to sort of freeing him up on offense and for him to start beasting in terms of rebounds and start holding some block parties again i love the spot that he could potentially begin against a charlotte frontline that we talked about that is a mess overall we got frank kaminsky as your you know and spencer hawes as your best potential center options nobody's ever accuses them of uh, as of big time guys who have been getting off the floor so i think you could be a, a decent spot at least in terms of gpp's with a reduced price at Rudy Gobert. We'll see if he can keep the production up. So there's something I'm keeping some tabs on as well. Don't forget that Zaza Pachulia and and, and uh, Detroit is back on on the on in the group there as well. I, so normally I would feel pretty comfortable about playing Salah Mejri, but now I don't against Golden State. I think you might actually want to just take a break um, from that little cheap uh, you know potential option there. But if Zaza was in the lineup, I would feel cash safe enough from him because he he's um been pretty consistent against everybody uh but aside from that i think that's uh the sort of route that i that i want to go there as well um any other cheap options that we need to sort of talk about make mention of before we close out the show yeah i got a couple guys that i'm looking at um i agree with you i don't like the matchup for spencer halls um you know he hasn't been playing like the full-time minutes he is but one of the worst games he's had all season was a couple games ago with Gobert uh, guarding him. So even though he's been putting up big numbers and has been like a big name lately, mm-hmm. um, I don't think that that's one of the ones I want to roll out, roll him out there. And the same thing with uh, Masri. You know, 
I like him on Tuesday night. You know, I'm going to have him in some of my lineups tonight with Zaza out, but I don't want to roll him up against uh, Golden State. But there's a couple other guys down there. Um, Nikola Jokic going up against a Boston Celtics team that hasn't been all that great at stopping centers this year. He's put up basically 40 fantasy points in back-to-back games for under 5K. Uh, You know, the one game he only played like 18 minutes, which I don't know why he did. Um, That doesn't make much sense to me. But the game against Detroit, he played 30 minutes, 17 points, 5 rebounds, 3 assists, 2 steals, 3 blocks. Last game he went 15 and 10, so he double-doubled for you. So I like Jokic down there. I like, um, you know, the the matchup for him. And then I also like Tyson Chandler. Um, I don't think he's going to get the 44 or the 36 minutes he saw in, you know, the games against Atlanta and uh, San Antonio. But those are some pretty solid matchups. You know, Atlanta's a little bit weaker this year, as we talked about. But, you know, San Antonio's a pretty solid matchup. Guys don't usually do well against them. And he went out in his last three games, 14, 20, and 27 rebounds. In 26, 36, and 44 minutes. So if you get 27 to 30 minutes out of him, I think you have a legit chance for, you know, 12 rebounds as a floor. And I'm not even exaggerating with that. He might not even get you to 10 points to get a double-double, but, you know, 12 rebounds by itself and then six or eight points, a block shot or two, and an assist or two, you know, that's enough to get you to 30 fantasy points, which as long as he stays below 5K, that's still getting you solid return. So, if I'm going cheap, I think Chandler and uh, Jokic are the two guys that I'm looking at. I like those calls. I think I'll, I'll be looking for some some exposure, at least in GPPs in those spots. But I'm I want to stay fairly cash safe with some of the standard options that we can make a case for, like we talked about with Carl Anthony Towns uh, there, and um, you know to a lesser extent Rudy Gobert. And that's going to wrap it up for the RotoWire DFS podcast for Wednesday's action. Don't forget you can always check us out on Twitter uh, at BennyR11 at JoshHaysFS at RotoWire for all your fancy needs uh, there as well. And uh, don't forget to subscribe on iTunes and Stitcher for your download convenience. Thanks for listening. We'll. See See you next time. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.